I'm Tanner Olson, and this is the Walk a Little Slower podcast. Here we talk about hope and heaviness, creating and continuing, joy and sorrow, life and God, questions and answers, and everything in between. This is a podcast where you were invited to slow down, to lean in, to hold fast, and to eventually, to eventually keep going. Welcome. Welcome back to another episode of the Walk a Little Slower podcast. I'm just happy to be here, and I'm just happy that you are here. Thank you. As always, thank you for joining me for another episode of the podcast. And before I tell you about today's guest, make sure to subscribe to the show. Just go ahead, do that now, get it out of the way. If you're driving, pull over, be safe, hit the subscribe button. If you're sitting at a coffee shop, hey, just go ahead, hit subscribe. That would be great. I've got some fun episodes coming up, and I don't want you to miss any of them. Speaking of fun episodes, today I'm joined by author and poet Abby Wiggins. I stumbled upon her account, her Instagram account, years ago, and we've been friends since. And it was a it was a joy to chat with her about all things writing, all things poetry, all things creating. Abby lives in London and started posting poems on Instagram back in 2018. Her words have been seen by people all across the world and has a faithful following of over 100,000 followers on Instagram. In September of 2021, she released her first poetry book titled Anchor, which is available on Amazon, and as always, it's linked in the show notes. Abby is passionate about seeing people find freedom and hope, and I cannot wait for you to hear our conversation. So with that, here is my conversation with Abby Wiggins. And I never know exactly how to begin a podcast uh, because it's just a conversation, right? Uh, it's not like when, it's not like a prayer where it's like, dear Lord, uh, now we know where the prayer started, but this is more, this is more of like, uh, hey, how's it going? Hey, <laughs> Uh, but the question that I often start with is uh, when, when somebody asks you what you do, what do you what do you tell them? That's a great question, because sometimes I yeah, it's a hard one to answer for me because I, so I have a job that I do. Mm -hmm. I have like a nine to five job that I do during like the week. Mm -hmm. So that's usually like I answer that. I say, oh, I work because I work for a charity. I do finance. So I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, I work for this charity, I do finance. And then I'm always like, oh, yeah. And then I do like a little bit of writing on the side. And then they're like, <laughs> oh, you're a writer. So like, yeah. Yeah. A little bit. I, I find it hard to, sometimes to say like, I'm a writer. I don't know why. Mm. But sometimes yeah. that's difficult. So like, I'll say, oh, I do, you know, I do some writing. And then if I'm with friends that are like, that know me, they're like, no, she, she is a writer. Like she writes, <laughs> she writes. Yes. But yeah. So I have like, it is what I do, but yeah. It's it's funny that you say that. I I was just uh, I just recorded a podcast right before this with an author by the name of Sarah Billups, and we talked about calling ourselves writers and how difficult it kind of is because and and I, and I kind of sense this in what you're saying too. Like it's it kind of puts the spotlight on you, you know, and you're like I'm a writer, and it makes you feel like you're like and 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 I don't know. As a writer, I'm like it's not that special. It's just a different way of living. But I think sometimes people hear that and they're like, "Oh, you know, does that does that kind of make sense?" I don't know what it is because I know that like I do write, but like 
I think in my mind a writer is like in my mind I instantly think like novels I'm like okay I don't write mm. novels I'm not like a novelist mm. but then I am um, like I write poems so who knows who knows I think it's also like yeah. that thing of like I don't always like the attention of it mm. so I am sometimes a bit more hesitant to like bring it up in yeah. day-to-day conversations mm-hmm so you're terrible at marketing. That's what I hear you saying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it it is it is hard that yeah. Maybe I write some things and then I just move on. <laughs> yeah, it, it it's hard to kind of live into that and to say yes, I am a writer. This is what I do because um, you kind of just do it yourself. Like you just start writing, you start creating and you say, I'm a writer, uh, you know, like to become like an astronaut, you have to go through all these courses. And then someone is like, yes, you are an astronaut. But as a writer, you can just start putting words down on a piece of paper and boom, you're you're a writer. Uh, and it's, sometimes it's difficult. Yeah. Uh, and, and I said this on the episode with with Sarah, but like, you know, I'll get messages and people are like, I'm an aspiring writer. And they'll have like, oh, they're like, I'm almost done with a book of poetry. I have all these poems that I've written. It's like, well, you're not aspiring like you're you're doing the thing you are a writer so is that something that you're like trying to do be more confident about be like hey i'm actually a writer y'all yeah i think i'm it's interesting like it's just i think for me because it's something that i do like on my own in my house Mm. that it feels very like private even though it's not private because i post it online yeah when i'm doing it it it's just me and Mm. it's just my ipad or like paper or wherever I have yeah. and then I think it it's different to like other like my job where I'm like oh that's my job that I do mm-hmm. yeah but I think sometimes I forget that it's like no this is actually what I really do because mm-hmm. it's just sometimes I just think of it as like it's for me but it's not mm-hmm. I post it it's yeah. just very like, disconnected from me sometimes hmm. for about seven or eight years I've been writing for 10 years now, like putting things out into the into the world and onto the internet. Uh, but I was working full-time jobs. So I worked at uh, a camp, I worked at a church, I worked at uh, a restaurant, like I worked at all these different places. And so when people ask me what I do, I would tell them kind of like you, I'd be like, well, I, you know, work at a church, but also like, I'm, I'm a writer and, and I, and I realized that I was working my nine to five job so that I could work my hobby so I could write, so I could create, so I could, so I could share. And, and I think a lot of times people want to skip to the part where they're not doing the nine to five, they're just doing the, the dream. Um, but I think there's like, there's, there's a beautiful thing for during that season for me, where I really had to put in the time and the work and the energy and sit down, um, and really create space to create. Do you find that too, working, you know, a nine to five, like working 40 hours and then being like, okay, when am I going to write and create? It's something I think about like all the time because it's, I love my job. Like I love the job that I have. It's, I work with amazing people. It's so, it's very relaxed. Like it's really nice. Mm-hmm. I love working for them. Like it's great, but it, there's this tension between that and then my writing and like that is really hard to balance because yeah. during the day, you, sometimes when you come home from work, you're tired. You're like, you don't have the energy to do this. Yeah. But, I think I'm definitely living a little bit in that attention of like, I've got to have the job that I have because I need to pay rent. I need to like live. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then yeah. I want to do my writing more, but then mm-hmm. I'm, it's, it's a weird, I feel like I'm a bit of a, yeah, a bit of a season of like tension with it, but 
it's hard. <laughs> but you, but you, but you, yeah, but you are a writer. You have a book out titled Anchor, a collection of poems. When did, when did you release this book? That's a great question. I, it was in September of 2021. So okay. coming up to like, I guess, yeah, maybe about a year and a half. Yeah, yeah. Um, and do you have a, a piece from that book that you can share with us? Of course, I've got. Just so we, can, <laughs> yeah, just so we can get a little a little taste of of who you are and what you write. Let me see. I did have a look and see which ones I wanted to share. So let me choose one of them. It's always difficult to pick. Okay, which which ones <laughs> I want to share out loud because it's different. There's a difference between reading a poem and then listening to a poem. Yeah, it's so true. Because I don't think yeah. I, I don't really read them out for myself, mm -hmm. so it'll be fun. Yeah. Well, here you are. <laughs> I am. So yeah. All right. So this, yeah, this is one of the poems from my book. Um, it's harder now than it's ever been before. You're tired. I know. It's okay to cry. Let yourself cry. Don't rush through the pain. Let it all out. I see you rising up in freedom. I see you being made whole again. I see you telling the story of how you made it through this storm. One of the things that has um, that has connected me to your writing is I see a lot of, and, and you mentioned this before we hit record, but there's a lot of like similarities between how we write. And I would go as far as to say like why we write as well. And yeah. in your a theme of your writing um, is that it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And also a, uh, like you just, you just read, like, don't rush. There's this measure of, of slowing down and seeing that it, once again, that everything is, is going to be okay. Um, so you have this like theme of hope throughout your writing. Um, what is, what does hope kind of mean to you? Mm, well, I think what you were saying is interesting because to me, I've, I'm, I've gotten much better at this now, but I've been, through so many times where I've been through something difficult and I've instantly tried to like feel okay straight away I've been like mm -hmm. I've just like tried to rationalize everything and just be like no everything's fine everything's fine like and not actually mm -hmm. acknowledging what's going on but over the past few years I've really been like learning to when I feel something difficult to let myself really feel those things because when you push everything down it doesn't like if you just say to yourself oh it's fine it's fine it doesn't actually go away it stays there and then years later you're like why am I what's wrong with me like why am I still struggling like what's going on and then you realize that it's because I haven't ever let myself really feel the pain and mm. it always it just sits there if you don't let it, yourself feel it so I think that's something I've really been learning I think that's why it is such a theme in what I write like letting like it is going to be okay and it will be okay but don't <laughs> don't rush to that part like yeah. let yourself go through the pain knowing that it will be okay even in those times knowing that it will be okay but letting yourself go there um i think that's a really that's something really important that i've learned in my life so i love yeah my writing because i think it's not talked about that much i don't see it talked about a lot so yeah and and i don't know what the culture is like uh over in England, but like over here in America, I mean, it is go, 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 move past it, keep going, keep climbing. You know, it's a lot of this whole like 
uh, grinding mentality. And I think one of the things that poetry does, is it like that over there as well? Or is it just go, go, go? Like, it's a little bit different. I think people here are more, like we, people are not very open about what's going on with them. Like everyone just kind of pushes things down. Like I'm yeah. being a very general, everyone does this. But oh, like, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like most people just shut stuff down, don't want to talk about it. Everything's okay. Like just creating a bit of like a, a mask, I guess, that you just mm. wear. So, yeah. and, and something really happens when you begin to open up and say, well, actually, I'm going through this. Yeah. Actually, you know, I'm I'm struggling here or I don't know, it's just a hard day. It's, to, you know, one of the things I've learned as I've been writing and listening to people is it's just really hard to be a human being. There's no like there's no shortcuts like you can't just skip past feelings. You can't help how you feel. You just are going through it. Um, and like what kind of what you said, it's like, you're learning to feel you're learning how to process and how to talk about those things. And I think your poetry does a really great job of that. It's like kind of what you're doing is, is, is you, you're giving people words to hold on to and to sit with and to reflect upon. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but sometimes I'm also speaking to myself because, because I read things back and I'm like, I need to, I need to like, why did I read that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I think. Yeah, definitely. And I think I read something recently that was really good. I can't remember who it was by, so I'm really sorry. But they're talking about emotions and they were saying, you don't control the emotions you feel, but mm-hmm. you do control how you react to them. So mm-hmm. what you feel is what you feel, but you can you can choose to like either process that stuff or you can choose to ignore it. Like your reaction, you can control, yeah. but the actual emotions are just being a human. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. I found- because i'm like okay it's fine like what i'm feeling is okay like it's okay to feel things yeah no it's 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 definitely okay to feel things um and i I had someone explain it to me one time like where uh you don't let the feelings drive the car but you also don't put the feelings in the trunk like they they deserve a seat they're part of it but they don't get to say they don't they're not the one that is in control right they're not the one that's in control but they do they do give you an insight as to what's going on um, and it's important to to listen to them and to give them space, uh, but to let them lead is uh, well. That's just not going to go too well. I've 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 lived a couple of seasons in my life where I was just oh, yeah. everything was motivated by feelings. And looking back, those were not healthy healthy seasons at all. Um, they were informative seasons, but not not very healthy. Um, yeah, I, I I get what you're saying too. Of like the things that uh, that you write, you read them back, and you're like, oh, yeah. I, I need it. That's really good advice. Whoever wrote this really knows me really well. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think I, there's not, there aren't many things that I post or share that I don't need to hear. Uh, and it might've been something that I've written long ago. Um, but it's always something that I have needed to hear at one time or, or another. Um, how have you, how have you found that your your words connect with people like when you post things online are you receiving a lot of like uh you know comments and messages of like i needed that that was that this one's for me yeah it is so yeah definitely like i definitely get that side of it i think it's been through different like seasons as it's grown mm-hmm. so i think definitely more more so now it's, it's like 99% comments like that. And then it is also some, it does get some pushback sometimes from. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that's definitely something I'm learning to deal with because most people 
are so positive and it impacts them and it people are so kind and there's always like that one person that's like this is stupid or why posting this this is not true and like it's yeah. just yeah it's fine people say what they want to say but I think yeah it's interesting like learning how to handle people commenting on your mm. words like yeah. positive and negatively because you don't want to let the positive stuff like feed you too much or you don't want to let the negative stuff feed you and it's it's a strange yeah. thing to like learn how to balance i don't know if you find that as well but I, yeah it's a it's an interesting dealing with people <laughs> in general uh, just people are messy and hard and difficult and i'm i am one of them uh and and for the for the listener we should we should say uh one of the the, com- the commonalities between the two of us is we we post a lot of words on instagram like that's kind of where we spend a lot of our time yeah yeah and people that's how we met and like that's where a lot of people seem to have found in and stuck with our work and it is interesting like you know the seasons of taught you talk about like growth and engagement interaction and that's a whole different conversation but but really the the response that is you receive it is so it it always varies like you just never you never know what you're gonna get when you put something (laughs) out there um but i i agree with you like there are sometimes like where the comments are so encouraging and uplifting and then other times like i'll get somebody who's like hey this is the worst thing i've ever read and it's like, well, then you should read my earlier stuff because that's even worse. So, you know, like I, was, um, I had somebody that was like, um, I just this is horrible. I'm just I'm going to go read some real poetry. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> go read some real poetry then. Like, yeah, there because I think the thing is like, well, I don't know about you, but I'm not trying to be like the best poet in the world. Like, that's not what I'm. That's mm-hmm. not the aim of it. But I was like, you know what? You, you go and read some better poetry if you want to. <laughs> Yeah, it's out there. I, and that's one of the things is um, if you if you want to do something and be the best at it, good luck. There are a lot of really good writers and poets out there. There are a lot of good doctors and surgeons and pastors and, and like whatever. But like, I think and you might resonate with this as well. I do what I do because this is the thing that I believe I was created to do. Yeah, and I can't too. help but do it. And 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 that doesn't mean I'm going to be the best at it. But it does mean that there's going to be a purpose that's served and it's not going to serve everybody. I think one of the biggest hangups that writers and, and, and poets have is, is they're afraid that not everyone's going to like their work. And mm-hmm. spoiler alert, not everyone's <laughs> going to like your work. You're, yeah. you, you, cannot, you cannot write for everyone, you know, uh, and not everyone is going to like your, your stuff, but that doesn't mean that you should stop writing. So when I get those negative comments, it's more so of like a, uh, a little thumbs up reaction of like, all right, I got it. Do you yeah. do you feel better about yourself for saying that? Because uh, I it's so hard, like to respond because everything in me wants to be like really sarcastic. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no. But then I feel like copying. Like, please, like, don't do it. Don't do it. Like, next, ne- next time, you just got to be like, you know what? You've convinced me. I'm going to delete my entire account. It's all over. <laughs> I appreciate it. This is the last post I do. See you later. Yeah, but yeah. there is there is that that the something of like I believe this is the thing that I was created to do. How long have you been been writing for? Not like that a lot. I I've always loved reading. So like that's always mm-hmm. since I was like four or five. I've always just really like my dad used to read us stories when we were younger, and like I mm-hmm. and like learned to love reading for myself. And I've always 
really loved reading and then I went to study English literature at uni and mm. I, I loved that I loved that and we did a creative writing module and I started I think that was kind of the first time I really thought like okay I could maybe do something like this I'd maybe like I'd I've had like journals before and had written but never like taken it that seriously and then yeah at uni I started to think oh, okay maybe I could do something like this but it wasn't really until I started posting that I I don't know I started writing and literally started posting straight away mm -hmm. so yeah that was in 2018 so I think I was in my second year of uni and I had like just started to write a few things for myself and I was like hey I saw like some different people posting on Instagram posting their writing on Instagram I was like hey maybe this is something I could do I could try it out and see and then it all just yeah. kind of happened from there but that was when I started writing I just started and then started posting so, yeah. yeah yeah that's the best thing about poetry or like being a writer like like we said earlier you can just you can just begin you can just do it uh when you when you first started sharing the things that you were writing um did you feel like imposter syndrome of like I'm trying to be somebody that I'm not yeah a little bit and I think when I first started I was I wasn't copying what people were writing, but I was looking at people like I followed Atticus and like I followed mm -hmm. like some different like Morgan Harper Nichols and people mm -hmm. like that, that I already kind of knew about. I followed them and I think I found myself a little bit like thinking, okay, I need to do what they're doing. I need to do so I would like look at how they were like formatting things and how they were posting in like I'd write my own words but I'd try to Yeah. Kind of like recreate what they were doing. And I probably did that like for maybe the first year or so, and then I realised, no, I need to make this me. Like I need, it is. It felt a bit like I the the writing was real, but the actual post didn't feel very real to me. Like it felt like I was just trying to be something I wasn't. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I think, and that's we all we all start somewhere. Like I was the same way. I began with like spoken word poetry. Like that's what I wanted to do. And so I would I would look at all these other spoken word artists and watch what they did and then try to be like them. And that's I, I would say like that's just how you learn. Like that's how you grow as a writer and a creative. Like you have to see somebody else. Sometimes you have to see somebody else do something so that you can believe in yourself to do it as well. Um, yeah. And the same way the same way was true when I, when I growing up playing basketball. Like I would watch all these highlight tapes of people playing basketball. It's like, I want to be just like that person. And I was learning from them. Um, there's a, an author by the name of, of, of Austin Cleon, and he has a book called Steal Like an Artist. And it's all about, well, spoiler alert, but like watching what other artists do and then it's kind of stealing from them, not obviously not taking their words, but like kind of like what you were saying, like I, I watched what Morgan Harper Nichols was doing and I like this, but so I'm going to I'm going to do a little bit of this. And I liked what Atticus was doing, so I'm going to do a little bit of this. And I think that's just like you're kind of creating the road that you're going to walk down and knowing that it's going to change. But like you said, like after a while, it's like I got to do my own thing. I got to do my own stuff now. I think you're right. Uh, like you, There has to be something like, yeah, I don't know, like they were definitely my inspiration at the beginning. And I think probably without that, I wouldn't have really known where to start. So you, you do kind of need some kind of something to go off. But I think, yeah, I didn't really like see that many like Christians posting there was on Instagram. So I think that was a little bit of a different mm -hmm. thing. But I didn't really start off posting in that way anyway. So I think that mm -hmm. transitioned a little bit. Yeah. Later um, 
Yeah, it is a it's an interesting thing to like be a uh, to be a Christian poet and to be sharing it on a space where I mean there's a lot of there's a lot of poetry accounts out there, a lot of very popular poetry mm-hmm. accounts where it's like not uh, not rooted in I guess we would say like capital H hope, right? Um speaking of that, do you have another poem that you would share from us for us yeah. from Anchor? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yes. Let's see. Okay. Okay, I've got one. Mm -hmm. To stop means to listen to thoughts long buried in constant distraction. When I'm forced to be still, I fight the silence. There's an internal war. But day by day, peace replaces heaviness as I begin to let go of what was never mine to carry. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> that's Remember great i stop and I'm like, okay <laughs> i uh so i do a lot of like uh have you ever done like red for an audience before never no oh we're gonna have to do it. i'm gonna come to england we're gonna do a show one time uh but it's like it's very it's very different uh because if you go to like a concert you know when the music stops the song is over and that's when everybody knows to clap with poetry there's this like lingering awkward most silences can be awkward but this one really is where it's like is are they done reading do we do we clap do we do we do we do we we snap like where else do we snap like no one else snaps for anything we're gonna snap for so it's it's very it's very interesting but uh you know like we mentioned earlier like reading the piece is, is sometimes different than just like listening to it out loud right yeah. and so if someone's like listening to this be like i don't get it be like well that's because it was probably meant to be you sit with that page for for a little while um what has what is poetry what is writing poetry taught you about um about your faith about yourself that's a good question um i think it's taught me so much i think it's really like interesting because when I write my pieces, I don't, they all just, they all just come like very naturally. So I don't always know like how I mm-hmm. get them out onto the page. But then when I read them back, it, what I really like about it is that it just kind of articulates something like a feeling so well for me mm-hmm. because I find it hard sometimes to explain like how I'm feeling about something. But then when I've written a poem in that way, or a piece in that way, it makes me realize how I'm feeling. And then reading that back really helps me. So yeah. it's, and like being able to share that with other people is like even more incredible. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Have you been able to, and it's not, it's not always about, about this, like the writing part, but have you had more like, um, I guess, religious conversations or spiritual conversations with like followers being like, Hey, what is this? What is this all about? Um, yeah. And like, like I said, you know, it's like, I don't like my, my writing is not some like, this is my, uh, evangel evangelism, like style. It's like, no, this is my, me taking the things that I believe in know to be true and sharing them in an honest and hopeful way, hoping that they can help somebody else. But have you kind of had those interactions? Like a few, I think there's definitely been a few people that have messaged and asked me like, are you a Christian? Because it's like this stuff, like, I, yeah, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, it it's- comes out. And then I talk to them about that and like how it comes out of that place. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the people that follow me aren't Christians. So I think sometimes people get it and sometimes they don't. Like sometimes 
people will take things that I've written in a different way than I meant them. But I think I'm not too worried about that because I think well, I'm like just praying that God uses whatever I write to speak to people and whatever they need to hear. Mm -hmm. I think there was a like season where I was really worried about that because I was like, I don't want people to misunderstand me or like people to think, what's she talking about? <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but I think then like God spoke to me and he was like, it's that like that part's not up to you like you mm. like write what i give you and then i'll use that to speak to whoever needs to hear it mm. okay like that took a big weight off me because i was like i don't need to there's no way i can control all the reactions to yeah something i put online <laughs> so. if, yeah if there's anything that we know about the internet it's that we can't control the reactions of other people yes. uh-huh yeah, so, yeah. It, it, i don't know if that's the question but i might not think it, it. You know what? I think it works. I think it was just fine. I think there is this whole, you know, like uh, as as writers and as creatives, we get to just re- create in a way where we get to live out our, our faith and our beliefs. But we also get to live out and share like the things that we're wrestling with and our questions. Like I've written a lot about like mental health and just the heart, like be, how hard it is to be a human being. And people are like, oh, are you OK? It's like, yeah, I'm, I am OK. But like, you know, we're sharing the I don't want to just share part of me i want to share all that i have to give because i think as a writer it's important to you know you don't want to hold back um and you want to show up as your your full true genuine self um yeah yeah, yeah. all right do you have a do you have one more poem that you would like to share you yeah, got another I one i hope so i i like I, I like i like listening to them they're good thank you <laughs> let me see mm. Definitely find one. There's, a, there's quite a few in here, so I'm going to have to. <laughs> it, is, it is a pretty thick book. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> I kept my eyes closed and called it safety. But hiding isn't freedom, and I wanted to be free. So I let the walls come down, and the light came in to shine where the shadows had been. Hiding isn't freedom. <laughs> Which this is me, like this, when I read this, I'm like, this is exactly what I have been mm. through. So I, mm. yeah, it's so true. So true. Yeah. It is, uh, it's it's always fun to write something and, and be like, oh, like we mentioned, like, oh, that's, that one's for me. Like I yeah. needed to hear that. And what I found is if I need to hear it, I know that somebody else needs to hear it too. And I think that's one of the reasons why many people have, have found your words and have continued to sit with them and share them is that what you're writing is what a lot of people are thinking and feeling and going through. You just have a way about putting them into, you know, 15, 20, 30 words, all these big feelings and putting them into a couple of sentences. Yeah. Um, Awesome. Well, Hey, thank you so much for, for being on the podcast. I want to end with the game. I want to play the game, finish the sentence with you. Um, And I'll have all the links in the show notes uh, to to get your book on on Amazon. Um, But the game is very simple. I'm going to start a sentence. Abby, you will finish the sentence. It's very easy. The first one is this. The perfect breakfast is... Pancakes. Now, let's talk. Now now we're... we're... My first reaction, my first instinct. Pancakes. (laughs) How, how do you how do you how do you take your pancakes do you guys chocolate chips cinnamon or is it just like butter syrup mm, my ideal is like bacon maple syrup that combination oh. is like perfection 
Yes. Now, yes. Now, I understand where you where you where you live. Do y'all do coffee? Are you all tea? Oh. No, we do coffee. We do. Okay. Okay. I we don't need to talk about tea, but that would but I okay, coffee, coffee for breakfast? Yes. I yeah, I love both. I'm more of a coffee drinker than a tea. Than a tea drinker, but yeah. This is this is a non judgmental space, but we do endorse I, I that answer. Like I've just committed a crime against all British people, but I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, we 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 won't tell them. It's fine. We won't tell them. All right. Next. <laughs> All right. Next one. Here's what I know about heaven. Oh, I love that one. I like just want to say that it's fun. Like, it's mm. fun. <laughs> I think so. I, and there will for sure be pancakes there. There will for oh, sure be pancakes there. I really think yes. So. Uh, All right. Next one. Tomorrow when I wake up, I'll. Hmm. Um, tomorrow when I wake up. That's really, that's more of a difficult one for me. I need to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow when I wake up, I'll... The only thing that's like coming into my, into my mind is read. I'll read. It's... No. That's it. That, hey, you're playing the game correctly. You just finished the sentence. Yeah. What What are you What are you currently reading? Well, I'm rereading my favorite book at the moment, which is the Alice Network. Okay. And it, it's about a spy in World War Two, and it's so good. So. Okay. So do do you, do you read poetry also? Surprisingly, not really. I have a few no. poetry books from like people that I'm friends with on Instagram or like. Mm -hmm couple of the other ones but i don't really read i prefer reading novels <laughs> so, yeah yeah, yeah I, I i i try to read some poetry but mostly it's like memoirs and stories and, and stuff like that but then but do you find that reading that inspires you to write something or yeah, can i feel like i get i feel like i get more inspiration from like the novels that i read in a way because it, for me, it's all about like the human experience. So like when I can like read a story about something someone's going through, even if it's not, even if it's fiction, mm -hmm. it's still, I still connect to it and I still can draw inspiration from that. So yeah, no, that's really good. All right. Next one. I don't know much, but I know for certain that. That <laughs> bacon and maple syrup is the best. <laughs> <laughs> still stuck on it. I, I'm still stuck. I can't move on. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Actually, so when I was when I was creating these like this game, yeah. it, it didn't take long. Let's be honest. But every time I go through it in my head too, like I get hung up on that first one of the perfect breakfast is, and I'm like, well, what I know about heaven is also there's going to be a lot of coffee. And tomorrow when I wake up, I'll have coffee. I don't know much, but I know for certain that I'm going to have some coffee. All right. Okay. <laughs> Here's the I'll last one. I try to not say pancakes. <laughs> well, I don't know. All right, the last one is I would tell my eighth grade self that. Oh. Okay, I, this is not pancakes. I'm saying something <laughs> different. <laughs> so, I think I would tell myself that you don't need to do the same things that everyone else is doing. Like it's all right to have your own like dreams and your own ideas. Don't just copy everybody around you and don't think that you have to be yeah. like other like yeah just to do the things that you actually enjoy not to 
pretend to enjoy things that you don't. That's good. Yeah. That's good. I, uh, I think I think a lot of us have a hard time, or it takes us a while to learn that. I think if I had known that earlier, I might have been writing poetry earlier, yeah. or at least sharing it. Yeah, um, yeah, I think so too. I think I that's something I've really like learned. I don't think I really knew when I was that age. I think I just mm -hmm. wanted to. I was more worried about what was cool or what was like popular and I would try to just force myself to enjoy things that I didn't really enjoy <laughs> but yeah. yeah I think you do learn that as you get older it's you should go after the things that you enjoy and your own passions and things so yeah, yeah. well Abby where can everyone find your work online so my Instagram is words by Abby mm -hmm. um, I have a website which is also wordsbyabby.com <laughs> <laughs> I love it that makes it easy stuff on it but um yeah and then my book is on there or it's on amazon so awesome i will have the links in the show notes as well so everyone can follow along with you check out you on instagram and then also direct link to amazon for your book thank you so much for being here it's been so fun Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Walk a Little Slower podcast. Huge thanks to Abby Wiggins for joining me for this episode. Make sure to check out the show notes so that you can follow along with her on Instagram. And if you're looking for a new book of poetry to read, you can also find her book, Anchor, in the show notes as well. Special thanks to Matt Daring for creating the music for this podcast episode. Go ahead, visit writtentospeak.com to check out the latest blog, grab books, book me for an upcoming event, or if you just want to say hello, you can do so from there. Check it out, writtentospeak.com. All right, you've heard my voice enough today. I'm almost sorry about that, but you chose to listen to this podcast, and I'm so glad that you did. So thank you for being here, and I will be back next Monday with another episode of, you know, the Walk a Little Slower podcast. Peace. Peace.